0: G'day and welcome to Bloody Bazaar. My name's Emma. My name's Sarah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for telling your friends and engaging with us. Sarah really enjoys that. Yeah, I do. As I've said before, if you say hello on the Instagram, it's always me that's talking to you. And if you message us on the email, it's Becky. The uh, Becky, who doesn't play a prominent feature anymore because she's deserted us and gone to London, but she still helps with... The rudest girl that lived. How dare she live her dreams overseas (laughs) (laughs) when she could be helping with uh, an unpaid fledgling podcast. (laughs) The shitty podcast. (laughs) It's fucking rude. (laughs) We just recorded the Keddy Cabin Murders episode. Which was extremely frustrating. So, if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back and listen to it because um, it's a good one, but it's very annoying. Mm, yep. Should we just jump straight in because we spoke about everything in the last episode. We, we record two in a row, so the yeah. second one, there's usually not that much to talk about at the yeah, start. Yeah, just thank you. Yeah, th- thanks really for Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think we can probably jump in. Okay, so... I'm doing – today I'm doing Heaven's Gate. I've the been, cult. I've been really on my cult bullshit lately. Yeah. So you know that I was into cryptids for a while mm-hmm. and doing a heap of cryptid stuff. I've been doing a lot of cult stuff lately. You're in your cult season. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's my cult era. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I decided to do one that I have heard talked about a lot, but I had never really – Delved into it yeah, in great yeah, detail. exactly. I didn't even know that that guy – you know the guy who – is, like, the Heaven's Gate guy. Mm. So I've seen him before, obviously. I didn't know that he was the Heaven's Gate guy. I just Mm. knew that he was, like, the wide-eyed weird UFO guy. I didn't know that he was this guy. The guy. The guy, yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell you my sources. Wikipedia, obviously. Britannica.com, heavensgate.com. Oh, you went to the website. They've still got a website. History TV documentary, it was called UFO UFO Cults. Um, it was made in the 90s, so it was very 90s. They were talking about this cult that uh, is predicting the world's going to end in 2001. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Were they like, we we'll wait and see. Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, it's, um, so they were talking about Heaven's Gate. They were talking shit on Heaven's Gate. They were like, well, they just got off at the wrong exit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that. Yeah. I, yeah I that's think, a pretty light way of saying what happened, but, but yeah. <laughs> um, and also the book Zealot by Joe Thornley, which I've used before. Have you finished that yet? Yeah. Oh. I finally finished it, yeah. Oh, there that's it is, over yeah. There. yeah. Yeah. You know, I used that one for Aum Shinrikyo um, yeah. as well. Okay. Oh, and I'm also going to reference it later when I talk about another cult that I've been okay. looking at under Tim's suggestion. Oh, okay. Yep okay so oh do do you know a lot about heaven's gate is this going to be annoying for me to like tell you no 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 no. it's all like i i'll listen to um one podcast talk about a crime and then another podcast will cover it and i will listen with zeal (laughs) okay (laughs) all right is zeal a word are you thinking that because i told you about zealot it was definitely in my brain because you said zealot but Mm. i'm pretty sure zeal is a word it is a word it's like enthusiasm yeah that's what i thought Great energy. Yeah. Okay. Mm. yeah. Okay. Heaven's Gate was an American cult which was founded in 1974 by Bonnie Nettles and Marshall Applewhite. Famously, members of the cult participated in a mass suicide in 1997. Pause. Those names, Nettles and Applesworth. Applewhite. Applewhite. Yeah. What... They talk in the book, in Zealot, she um, talks about how their names are like um, like country western. So actually, yeah. I'll tell you because. Sarah just whipped out her book, Zealot. She uh, tells you their them. full names, like with their middle names, and they're even more insane. Not insane, they're even more like sort of funny. Okay. Bonnie Lou Nettles and Marshall Herth Applewhite. Wow. So she said, this is quoted from the um, Zealot book. The originators of Heaven's Gate had the kind of names that would be more at home on a country and western greatest hits album than at the helm of a suicidal science fiction cult. Yeah. <laughs> Which, correct. She ain't wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to start by telling you a little bit about those two people. Okay. Marshall Applewhite, he was born in 1932. He grew up in a religious home as the son of a Presbyterian minister. I looked up Presbyterian because I didn't know what that was. And it's pretty much just an offshoot of Protestantism. So, you know, like Protestant. Catholic. Yeah. So Protestants are a breakaway from Catholicism. Yeah. I think. I'm, you know, I told you the other week. I'm trying to learn. And you know why I could not kill us. I'm just trying to learn a little bit more about religion. Um, I don't know why. Applewhite was married to a woman and worked at the University of St. Thomas in Houston, Texas. But he was fired for apparently having a relationship with a male student. And oh. this also ended his marriage. Yeah. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> Bonnie Nettles was born in 1927. She was a nurse who was interested in religion and theology and was very interested in astrology and... Um, the esoteric. Esoteric, yeah. She had four children and she was reportedly quite close with her daughter. What, just one of them? Well, the, so the documentary I watched, they talked to one of the daughters and the the daughter talks about the time she spent with her mum. She might have been close to all of them and they just talked to this daughter. But okay. But I just... It seems they like. They only she- talked to one daughter. Yeah. Okay. And this okay. one daughter talked about one-on-one time that she had with her mum. And sounds nice. She said they used to like sit out in the garden and look at the stars and like try and point out different things in the sky. Like they were both into the okay. astrology and I guess astronomy. The two met when Applewhite was either visiting or a patient, there's differing stories, at the hospital Bonnie Nettles worked in while she was also going through a divorce. They both had interesting things to say about this meeting. Applewhite said that he felt like he'd known Nettles for years and so concluded that they must have met in a past life. Nettles took it a step further, saying that their meeting was foretold to her by aliens and that he was a chosen one. Their relationship was, it sounds like it was pretty intense, but it wasn't romantic. They never had sex or anything, but they were like soulmates sort of thing. So an interesting relationship. Mm, Were just like best friends? Yeah, I think, but like more, I don't know. Seems weird to not have sex with someone. Yeah, well, wait for it (laughs) because the celibacy is rife in this story. (laughs) Which is refreshing for a cult. Oh, absolutely. Bonnie Nettles' daughter recalls her mum doing Applewhite's astrological chart and commenting that it was special. Whose isn't? The pair studied a lot of religious and theological texts, including the Bible, obviously, the New Testament, books about ascetism which i have <laughs> it's spelt a-s-c-e-t-i-s-m um i looked it up it's a lifestyle of abstinence from what i can gather yeah Boo. Uh, they also studied eschatology which i believe at least within the context of religion is the study of like end days so like hell the afterlife Just chill chill stuff. In with this, they mixed in a little bit of science fiction. The result of all of this study and the fact that they were in this sort of little echo chamber, the two of them together, was that the pair decided they had been given higher level brains than the rest of us plebs. And therefore, they had a special purpose and it was to fulfill biblical prophecies. Interesting. They alluded to Applewhite being Jesus reincarnated and claimed that they were the witnesses from the Book of Revelations. Sure. So they 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 basically thought that I'll get into what their belief system is a bit later, but they believed that they were the ones that needed to sort of gather everyone up and Would they believe that they should do like the Noah thing? Like gather animals and stuff? Or is it just humans? It's kinda no, 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 no. So so they yeah, they actually don't get into animals. But it's funny that you mentioned Noah's Ark because I'll tell you what they sort of think is happening a bit later. It is kind of Noah's Ark-y. Oh, you can cut this. Is this Hale Bop? Hale Bop. That's yeah. that's what they their thing. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go to Hale Yeah, yeah. So in nineteen seventy four they managed to get some followers, um, <laughs> one of whom soon returned to her family. And you Don- and I sorry to interrupt, but you and I both know that any old bullshit can get followers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they managed to get some followers. Imagine someone's talking about our podcast and they're like... Somehow they managed to get followers. They managed to get like 100 followers on Instagram at one point. Uh, (laughs) So this woman um who was part of this she soon returned to her family and dobbed the pair in for using her credit card uh-huh. um these charges ended up being dropped but they did bring to light that apple White still had a rental car he'd stolen from st louis uh-huh. he spent six months in jail for this before being released in 1975 after getting out apple White and nettles decided that they were going to try and contact aliens and they started really trying to recruit people to join them They did manage to to recruit some like-minded people and they went on to hold meetings all around America where they'd share their beliefs and these grandiose ideas about themselves and they amassed a small following and eventually them and about 20 people, I think, there's there's like different, I, I don't know exactly, but I think it was about 20 people sold most of their belongings and disappeared. At this time, Nettles and Applewhite started going by dough and tea. And I read that they had a couple of names that they called themselves. So sometimes they'll call themselves the two, which is in regard to the two witnesses in the book of revelations. And that they also sometimes called each other like, well, they got the followers to call them Bo and Peep. They had a couple of weird. Bo and Peep is kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so their whole deal was that they wanted to help their followers reach the level above human or the state above human. They used the acronym TELAH, T E L A H, which is the ev- the evolutionary level above human. Um, Nettles and Applewhite obviously believed that they were already at this point because Applewhite said he was related to Jesus. <laughs> so it was it was like what they believed was that I've written it down. I'm just trying to like s- talk it through. So they believed that millions of years ago or whatever, aliens came to Earth and planted humans here, almost like an experiment or like a garden and that the humans, so they were going to come back and like reap the, the humans. human they had sowed? Yes, but only the ones who had evolved to this like level above human and the rest of us losers were going to stay here for the apocalypse and they were going to essentially like turn over the soil and start again okay but the people who had evolved above this human state would get to go with them and live in heaven or whatever that was kind of the basis so it's so it's a mix of sci-fi and religion like what they've been studying absolutely yeah. yeah okay so, apart from the evolving above the human level thing, um, and perhaps more enticingly, was the group's desire to be a bit of a religious and cultural melting pot, allowing people of all kinds of backgrounds to mingle and discuss religion. Apparently, a lot of their members were people who had sort of been involved in the hippie movement, um, people who... It's were- like um, uh, Jonestown. Yeah, a little that bit. That was like a, a, a melting pot and like a, you know, um, a progressive kind of yeah ideology until it went mental it's quite different to Jonestown oh okay but (laughs) no like that part of it yeah but like the cult itself is quite different yeah and like even yeah I mean Jim Jones was just fucking everyone and like yeah yeah. this is a very different kind of cult yeah they even called themselves a cult at one point (laughs) they were they were quite self-aware in some ways well they can't be that self-aware if they think that they're evolved humans Yeah. So uh, people who were involved in the hippie movement, because remember, this was like the 70s. So that was sort of trailing off. But there were people who had been involved with it. People who were interested in spirituality and astrology, as well as people who were religious. Heaven's Gate members believed – yeah, this is what I was saying. So, Heaven's Gate members believe that what many people characterize as God is actually a super advanced extraterrestrial, which I don't think that part is too insane because I've always said that I quite like the idea of that Futurama episode where Bender, like, is floating around in space and he comes across that cloud. That nebula, yeah. Yeah, and that's like – they're saying that that's like god I could imagine that I personally don't believe in any kind of god or nebula yeah yeah. but I mean I I kind of like I like that idea that it's just some like gas cloud that's like super (laughs) advanced and (laughs) it's funny to think of yeah for sure yeah is there a bit in that where he's like do you speak English in the clouds like I do now yeah, the cards like I, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> also love that episode because Bender has that that um, village on his body, yeah. <laughs> Malachi. <laughs> Malachi. <laughs> Have you seen that they're doing a reboot of Futurama? Um, nervous. So am I because mm. The Simpsons sucks now. So some there's some good episodes peppered in. Really? Yeah. Mm. I just feel like a lot of it is cringe now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. When you watch it in comparison to like the '90s episodes, it's like. Yeah. Anyway, um so they believed that once they reached teller this level above um, human yeah that they would live in bliss and be nourished by pure sunlight oh yeah like a little flower another interesting belief from the group is that thousands of years ago so there was the the good aliens or the aliens that like planted the human race so they also believed that thousands of years ago an evil group of aliens known as luciferians uh. came to earth and falsely presented themselves to the humans that were here as gods. And apparently they corrupted all of the existing religions and they wanted to stop the humans from developing spiritually to this level above human. Yeah, okay. Just nerdy wells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sound kind of funny. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Little tricksters. Yeah. Luciferians. Um, The group has also had a few name changes over the years. So human individual metamorphosis was one. Total Overcomers Anonymous, Anonymous Sexaholics Celibate Church, Whoa, what? <laughs> and finally Heaven's Gate. They went off the wall with that one. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Heaven's Gate is probably the most, has the best ring to it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. They stuck with it. Sexaholics, Celibates Anonymous. Anonymous Sexaholics Celibate Church. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. In the book, in Zealot, she's like, that is just full of oxymorons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the pair, along with the followers that they had, I think it got up to about 100 people at this time. They toured the country, sleeping on the streets and in tents, begging for money and sharing the word. <laughs> they called it a spiritual road trip. Hell yeah. Group members always carried a $5 bill and some quarters in their pockets in case they needed to use a phone, or the fine for vagrancy at that time was $5, so they always had that in their pockets. Clever. This pops up again later in the story, so keep that in mind. It was in 1976 that they went like proper hermit mode and kind of disappeared, stopped doing their little road trip thing. Okay. They also banned members from having sex, using drugs, anything fun. Yep. Some members, including White, this happened a little bit later, but I'm just going to tell you it now – Yeah. apparently even underwent castration to ensure that they remain celibate. Is that just removal of testicles? Yeah. So it's not a penectomy. No, no, no. No, it's just – I don't know if they even remove the testicles or if they – no, I think they would – do they remove the testicles but leave the sac? I'm not sure. Well, in dogs they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patchy's got, like, a little flap there. Yeah. kind of looks like a vagina now. It's really cute. <laughs> it's, like, gotten smaller and smaller. <laughs> um, so, unsurprisingly, they did lose a few followers after this yeah. was suggested. But they didn't, they didn't force anyone to do it. They just – Applewhite did it. And it was and like – It was like, come on, fellas. It feels great. The whole thing was that because they were this level above human, they needed to not do human, human things. Yeah, and, and human sins and, like – Yeah, and yeah. – to sin is to be human. Exactly. Yeah. And so if you were getting horny, then like that wasn't allowed. You weren't meant to be getting horny. And unfortunately, yeah. if you're a human being, sometimes you can't you can't help it. So yeah, surrounded castration. by a hottie like Applewhite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I'll tell you in a minute how when they like got together and they grouped the way that they dressed and stuff, it was very unsexy and it was unsexy on purpose. I'll just tell you now. Yeah. So they um they all wore the same size clothing, baggy. Uh, they all had the same like bowl cut haircuts. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, like that episode of The Simpsons, the leader. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. It was, and there's like there's videos. I've watched a heap of videos of because they they took like home videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very a very unsexy atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, some of the male members were still. <laughs> Still getting horny. (laughs) Yeah, and I bet a few of them were still fucking. I don't know. I bet they were. (laughs) So, yeah, so they a few of them got castrated. The group was only open to adults over 18, which is so refreshing because being on my cult bullshit lately, I've been doing a heap of cult research, and I'm so glad that finally there was no child abuse in this story. Yeah, you sound like you're a bit of a fan of this cult. To be honest, out of all the cults I've researched, this Mm. one is the least... Nasty, Yeah. They sound like massive dorks, but like. (laughs) And I guess we'll go on to hear that they are are kind of dangerous dorks, but. um, Dangerous to themselves. To themselves, that's what I mean. To themselves only. Yeah. The cult started to gain quite a bit of media attention and it was often described as a UFO cult um, or the members were described as UFO followers. And this is largely Mm -hmm. to do with the belief that they would be transformed to extra extra extraterrestrials and transported to another planet via spacecraft once they reached this state above human they then had to wait for the spacecraft to come and get them and take them away so apple white and bonnie what is her name bonnie nettles nettles apple white nettles are they assuming that even the fact that they've they've gone to teller yeah, so they, they so they haven't left yet, and their yeah. job is to stay here on Earth for the time being and recruit others. Yeah, get everyone. Get but ev- why would they care if they're the only ones that are on the spaceship to this other planet? Well, I guess they're just they're trying to bring some people with them. It's like Noah's Ark, like you said, trying to bring some some advanced beings along. Okay. In 1985, Bonnie Nettles died of cancer. <gasps> oh no, Nettles! Yeah. I thought she was um. I thought she was like uh, above human, so she like was not privy to like any kind of human ailments or anything. Yeah, well, it's interesting. They did have to rejig their sort of beliefs after this. Yeah, that's gonna um, fuck I, it up a bit. I read two different things. I read brain cancer, and I also read liver cancer. So I'm not sure which one it was. But sadly, even though she was physically not far from her children when she got sick, Applewhite didn't tell her kids that she was sick in hospital, bitch. and she died alone in hospital. What a bitch. No, Applewhite. Yeah, no, I'm calling him a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so her daughter spoke about this. I watched an interview with her daughter and how devastating it was for her because she said, I was, I could have gotten in the car, I could have driven, I could have been with her. So they didn't find out until after she was dead. Did they know she was kind of going off course? They didn't know she was sick. They didn't Did they know that she was mentally corrupted? <laughs> oh, well, um, the mum was still writing her daughter letters mm-hmm. and it shows you some of the letters. You can see where she starts going a bit off the deep end. She yeah, was okay. like, um, baby, this is, like, big. I know, like, I couldn't believe it's true either and, like. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um Surely to love and miss and, you know, be willing to die for your kids and all that kind of stuff, surely that's a human attribute. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe that's, I mean, they they cut off all their family. Mm, but Bonnie doesn't. Well, she was writing letters to her daughter for a while. I don't know if she continued. Yeah, right. But one of the things that members do is they sort of cut off their family. They do allow some visits sometimes, but it was kind of like you do have to cut them off a bit. Yeah. Well, that's – I mean, that's standard cult, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, they had to change their tune a little bit after Bonnie Nettles died because obviously she wasn't physically transpor- transformed or transported away anywhere, which was mm. what they said would happen, that right. you die and then you are physically taken away. So it then became that it's your soul that would transcend okay. and you just leave your physical body behind. And they started calling your physical body a vehicle. Yeah. And it's okay. like you change vehicles. Yeah. I don't necessarily disagree with the body the physical body being a vehicle for your like your brain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean if in the future they might be able to download brains and like put them in new things and Yeah. I would be asking for a new brain, personally. (laughs) I'd be like if we are capable of that, can I have a different one? You'd be like, just get rid of this I don't I don't care. If you can download the memories, that's fine. The some I'd like to leave out. Yeah. Just get rid of some of them. I'll just keep like that Just put one. them into a file and then let me go through and delete the ones I want to. Yeah. I don't want you to look at them. <laughs> yeah. I'll put them into the recycling bin. Don't and you then dare I'll, look at them. And then I'll delete the recycling bin. <laughs> in October of 1996, the group rented a mansion in Santa Fe, which they nicknamed the monastery. And yeah. it was kind of like a monastery because they obviously didn't do anything fun. <laughs> They took out alien abduction insurance, which is a real thing. It still exists. Funnily enough, <laughs> a policy for that has never been paid out, but it does exist. And I looked it up and there's some other types of niche insurance that exists, some weird types of insurance. Piano tuners insurance. They have a specific type of insurance. Obviously, there's like a danger there. Uh, what, of the thing snapping? Yeah, <laughs> You know know how you got hit with a guitar string in the neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it Um, wasn't the string. It was a strap, but yeah. Body part insurance. So, for example, if you sell feet pictures or something, you can insure your feet. You can insure your penis if you're a porn star. That makes sense. Um, Death or disability by paranormal entities. Okay. That's the type of insurance that you can get. And apparently Bruce Springsteen had his vocal cords insured. So... Weird, but anyway, yeah, they took out alien abduction insurance. Okay, so back to the group in their Santa Fe mansion. Around this time, the hale Bop comet was a big deal. The hale Bop comet is still regarded as one of the most viewed comets of the 20th century – it ended up being dubbed the Great Comet of 1997 and it was able to be seen by the naked eye for months and months on end. I think it said like 18 months that wow. you could see that comet in the night sky. In North America? Or I think in world? North America. Yeah. I don't know about here. I don't remember hearing much about it. But oh, what, 96, 97? 97. 97. We wouldn't have really known. I was only six. I, I was, not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was an anxious kid, so I did used to watch the news quite closely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have thought that that would be something you would be aware of. Hell yeah. But I don't really remember it. Yeah, Applewhite decided that there was a spaceship trailing behind the Bopp comet. And the reason that they thought this was because I guess somebody, like people everywhere were taking pictures with their telescopes of this comet. And I guess somewhere there might have been like a little smudge or something yeah. behind the comet. And they were like, that's a spaceship. Sure. And they—that's de- a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> and they decided that this was the spaceship that was going to take them away to heaven. Uh, they were like, "Finally, finally, it's here. Now that fucking Bonnie's dead, yeah, Yep. <laughs> now you show up. Oh, now you're here. <laughs> take your time. Yeah. So to teleport to the spaceship, they would need to leave their human forms behind. Yep. So in other words, they'd have to die. <laughs> Well, not – well, they're, they're, they're bodies. Yes. So, in their – the way that they were thinking, they thought that not dying was more like suicide yeah. than dying because in their minds they were going to be teleported to this spaceship, be taken away. The Earth was going to fall into apocalypse and have the soil turned over and started Were again. they wrong? I mean, yeah, to be fair, have things really gotten that much better since 1997? I don't know. So the group made extensive preparations for their deaths and subsequent trip to the next plane of existence or whatever. Applewhite recorded a video entitled Doe's Final Exit, in which he explained that the only way to evacuate this Earth was to die and that this would allow his and other group members' souls to board this spaceship. Other members of the group also recorded their own farewell messages. I've watched a lot of these, and in them, the people are relaxed. They're making jokes. They're like quite happy, giddy. Um, you wouldn't think that they were about to die, and in their brains, they weren't. They, yeah. That's that's basically what they're saying that they they don't think of this as them dying. Yeah. Um, they bought matching outfits, or they. I heard that they made matching outfits. They wore matching shoes, Nikes. Mm -hmm. Is it Nikes or Nikes? Uh, I think we say Nikes. I think some people say Nikes. Okay. And they had armbands or patches. I read two different things there as well that read Heaven's Gate Away Team, which is a nod to Star Trek because apparently there was, yeah, a reference. Oh, Also, one of the members of this cult is the brother of one of the actors from Star Trek. Oh, wow. I bet the brother was like, it's fake, dude. No, no, no. The I'm uh, um, sorry, actress. You know the the um, woman, the black woman who's in hmm. Star Trek. It was her brother. I bet she was like, "It's fake, dude." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not real. <laughs> there's ca- there's cameras. It's written. It's a script. It's like dorks write it. And it's again. It's like yeah. that episode of Futurama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also updated their website with the following note: "Quote: Hail Bop brings closure to Heaven's Gate." Our 22 years of classroom here on planet earth is finally coming to conclusion. Graduation from the human evolutionary level. We are happily prepared to leave this world and go with T's crew. Cause remember T is. The girl. Yep. Yep. So they're like, we're going to go catch up with nets. Mm. Just a trigger warning here for anyone who would rather not hear about the suicide part. You can just skip ahead two minutes and it'll be done so in order to kill themselves the group members consumed a mixture of phenobarbital mixed with applesauce washed it down with a bit of vodka which is probably the Mm. first drink they've had in a long time and they fixed a plastic bag over their head to induce asphyxiation so basically they would pass out fall asleep and then they would asphyxiate because they had this plastic bag over their head of ways to go sounds very pleasant not the worst Yeah. yeah quite peaceful i guess in a weird way. They didn't all kill themselves at the same time though and it's believed that they died in groups over a period of about three days. The reason they think that this is the case is because after each person died, a living member of the group removed the plastic bag, posed their body peacefully in their bed with a purple cloth covering their faces. The deaths are believed to have occurred between March 22nd and 26th. Applewhite was the third last person to die, and there were only two members found who still had the plastic bags over their heads, so it seems like they were the last two to die. Now, remember I said that the group used to always head out with five bucks and some quarters in their pockets? Mm. Everyone had the same amount in their pockets when they were found dead. Other members have said that this was a bit of an inside joke because they were basically saying, like, off we go to this next place and we're going to need the five dollars and the quarters just in case. Like... Mm. (laughs) The group had arranged for packages to be sent to a number of places, including media outlets, to arrive after their deaths. The packages included the group members' videos as well as a letter in which it said, We have exited our vehicles just as we entered them. One of the recipients of these packages, of the, one of these packages, was Rio de Angelo, who was a prominent member of the group, but who left with the group's blessing when they decided to kill themselves, stating that he felt like he still had things left to do on Earth. And one of the things with this group is that they they didn't sort of Pitchman. they they didn't keep people in the group who didn't want to stay. Like you were free to go, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of members did leave and then came back. But a lot of but um, was it not a part of the group that you sold all your possessions and moved into this? Yeah, mm-hmm. and cut your family off, and mm-hmm. so they are kind of extricating people from their lives, normal lives. Yeah, yeah. so. Instead of immediately informing the police, this guy travelled to Santa Fe. I think he was in Los Angeles, so I don't think that's very far to see for himself what was going on. When he reached the house, he found an unlocked door and went inside finding the bodies. And he actually filmed this as well. Have you seen the footage? Uh, Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's quite... It's been distributed quite widely. Mm. It's not confronting. No, because they just look like bodies with a purple cloth They're over all head. covered, yeah. yeah. Because of how they purposely left the scene, very, mm. like, everyone was covered, mm. Everyone's just lying in their beds. Um, but it is eerie. It is eerie, Especially yeah. Especially because they're all matching and it's mm. just weird. Following this discovery, he called police. On Wikipedia, it says his boss urged him to call the authorities. So I don't know why he was hesitant, but I guess maybe because he was... His has, boss? Where was his boss? Oh, his boss had given him a ride. Oh. That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, his boss is just waiting in the car. Okay. Was his hey. boss like, you going, I'm good? Yeah. Oh, do you want to come on a really fucked up road trip with me? Yeah, I would. You know, I would. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Emma shared a snap. What? That's what I mean. It sends them to me so late. Oh, that'd be from like this morning. Yeah, so I guess he was hesitant because... He obviously knew that this was going to happen before it happened, because Mm. that is why he had left the group, because he was like, yeah, actually, I think I've still got things left to do, so I'm going to stay behind. But anyway, he ended up making an anonymous call to the police at quarter past three in the afternoon on March 26th. When they asked what it was regarding, he simply said, this is regarding a mass suicide and I can give you the address. One officer was sent out to check out the veracity of this tip and upon entering the home was immediately hit with the smell of decomposition. Because remember, if it was done over three days, there were some bodies that had Have... been there for three days. Mm. Two more deputies attended, but after finding nobody alive, they backed off and waited for an official search warrant. Mm-hmm. So I think they sort of went in. Just confirmed all the deaths and then yeah. Yeah. and then were like, okay, let's, let's just wait, yeah. wait outside. I feel like I'm getting um, blocked up. Yeah, you sound it. Yeah, weird. It's happened over the course of this episode. Right? Okay, everyone's heard my decline from start to finish. It's those people on that planet. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, I'm not saying anything bad about them. I have been. <laughs> well, you should be getting sick then. No, because they, they'll they attack my family. Ah, oh, right, yep. Sorry. All up, 39 people were dead inside the home. Wow. There were at least four copycat suicides as well after this um, that – yeah, took, took place after the media coverage of the Heaven's Gate suicides. Alan Hale, one of the discoverers of the hale Bop comet, also got dragged into the media storm around this Heaven's Gate mass suicide. Um, and apparently before any of this happened, he had said that there would probably be, probably be some suicides as a result of the comet. In regard to Heaven's Gate, he said, quote, "'The sad part is that I was really not surprised.' Comets are lovely objects, but they don't have apocalyptic significance. We must use our minds, our reason. Yeah, so he's saying like there's going to there's gonna be people that are going to see this comet and it attribute it to the, the end of the world. Yeah. And because of that, there's going to be people that are going to die by suicide because they would rather um, take their own life than be subjected to a, an apocalypse yeah. of kind. Yeah, okay. And also um, so Heaven's Gate, I said to you before that they sometimes call themselves a cult. Mm-hmm. So they put up uh, like an ad, put out an ad, been like UFO cult is like. <laughs> so they didn't care. They were like, yeah, whatever. Like we're we're just trying to like get the word out there. If people want to join us, they can. So I wanted to add that some people have suggested that events such as this, including incidents like Jonestown, shouldn't be referred to as mass suicide, but it should instead be called murder. So it definitely raises the question about what, how much is choice and how much free is will, coercion. yeah, yeah heaven's gate though is i don't know that it's not as nefarious as other ones people were sort of i think the thing with this is that Applewhite wasn't asking members to do anything that he wasn't doing himself like he was sticking to all of these rigid rules that he was putting on his following i think for me the issue comes when it's um it's almost like a um a brainwashing of people like mm. they're do we know what they were being fed literally um they had all different types of diets but at the same time apple white was doing eating the same thing the yeah, same sure. thing but i think it i think it just, i know they used to eat pancakes because they made a point of saying that there was a specific recipe they had to follow for the pancakes and this much syrup this much have this. you tried it no, no, it was, like, a normal recipe, but, oh. like, it was, like, you put this much in the pan, you cook for this long before you flip. Like, everything was regimented in that house, mm. and they were also very – you had to be very polite. There was no jealousy. There was anything that was human, you couldn't do. You had to be mm. – and you used to have, like, a check-in buddy. So, if you had a thought that was, like, jealous or whatever, you'd go and tell your check-in buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what would they do? Um, They'd just, you know, chastise you. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's not as bad as some cults that we've read about, but yeah. I think that there is um, danger to it. Like, yeah, I mean, look, there's there's uh, 39 people plus the copycats that died, and mm. all of the suffering that comes from that. Mm. So I'm not going to say that like Applewhite was like a good guy or anything, but he's. It definitely- sounds like you really like him. No, I don't. I don't like him, but I just feel like out of all the cult leaders I've read about, at least he was practicing what he preached you be the judge, uh, listeners. Does Sarah love Applewhite? I don't love Applewhite. It's creepy. So after the deaths in 1997, the group sort of disappeared, but they do still exist. There's still a few members and they have a website that is still there and it's updated by former members. And it's – I took a screenshot to show you because it is still so 90s. It's like it's stuck in a time machine. Wow. Reminds Green me of, on black. it reminds me of like surfing the web when we first got like dial-up. Mm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's the story of Heaven's Gate. It's a very, very brief. I In my head, I've uh, melded together Heaven's Gate. And what's the one where they were in that, oh, I think, Order of the Solar Temple? I don't know much about that one think that's what i'm thinking of Uh, because at at one point i was expecting you to tell me about when they killed the two parents and and their kid oh okay but obviously that's a different cult that i'm thinking of and i think it's the order of the solar temple but i could be wrong but no um, yeah no heaven's gate is uh, i don't know it's a it's an interesting one very different to other cults because it's like I, i don't know it's less it doesn't have the same hallmarks as other cults that we look at. Yeah, yeah. The leader is not fucking all the people. The right. people are above 18. Yeah. Um. It doesn't seem as predatory. Mm. It's, it's like the people who are in it want to be in it and they're free to leave. Yeah. If they want to go, there's apparently if they wanted to leave, there would be no hard feelings. Well, that's just one man telling us that. No, there's like there's other because there's also family members of the living family members of people who were in it. Um, and there's these home videos and yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, it is interesting. I thanks for telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, is that um, years old. Tracy Morgan? It's it's his son, Tracy Morgan Jr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I thought it was more nefarious than I think it was. Because so many people died, you have this idea that it was like this fucking awful, horrible yeah. cult. But at the end of the day, I think that they were quite happy with their choices, even though obviously they were, you know, at least Misguided, like, at least, yeah, yeah, they were okay with what they were doing. Hmm. All right. Yeah. So that is Heaven's Gate. Um, tell us what you think about that. I, I actually think I'm getting sick. What is this? This has happened over the course of like forty minutes or anon anon, if you're listening, you're in my head all the time now. If I'm editing at night and I'm tired and I'm like, oh, I'll just finish this tomorrow. no, anon I'm anon gonna into be my head. disappointed yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's good then. it's a good thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't like getting told off. so thanks for listening. um, we hope you enjoyed that. What are you doing next week? I don't know, oh. <laughs> Do you want to pick one of the ones that Tim sent through? Maybe. I do have uh, I do have some like some that I'm working on currently. So Okay. Well yeah. I'll show you them anyway. Okay. All right. Well, thank you everyone. Cheers. Bye. Bye.